1: Once again, the Bears are inadequate at the position of quarterbacks
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show Andy Dalton, that's the plan B How's this the plan B? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Andy Dalton is not that guy. And the Bears organization knows it. And Ryan Pace knows it. And Matt Nagy knows it. And that's why they try to get Russell Wilson.
0: Earlier on the show. NFL Network reporter Steve
2: Weiss. Buccaneers linebacker Levante David. Coming up. CBS Sports college basketball analyst Clark Kellogg. Co-host of Brother From Another, Michael Smith.
3: And now... It's Rich
2: Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen show on the air here on the Thursday that we didn't get to see last year, which is the beginning of March Madness, the NCAA tournament one year ago at this time was already gone. And tonight we've got the first four of the first four games. Do not dare call it playing games. Don't do it. And don't call the first few days of free agency the tampering window. Just don't do it. Don't call... um, Uh, preseason games, exhibition games. These are all sorts of unwritten rules, please, (laughs) uh, in the sports world. Um, So tonight we've got that, and then the brackets are all in front of us. Uh, Michael Smith, a brother from another. We're sitting here on Peacock, uh, our streamer. uh, We're streaming every day. Our streamer uh, partners that um, put us on the air after Dan Patrick's show every single day. We're also on... After Dan and DP and the Danettes on NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 211 every single day from 12 to 3 Eastern time. It's free to get Peacock, so go get it, peacocktv.com, and watch us every day. If you're listening to us on this Rich Eisen Show radio, uh, terrestrial radio affiliate, we say thank you as we're building that uh, that affiliate list, if you will, to get Bigger and bigger every possible year as we as we can. Uh, Mike uh, Del Tufo and Chris uh, Brockman over there. Good to see you guys. TJ Jefferson, TJ Jefferson, right over there what uh, up, Rich? on the Rich Eisen Show in his uh, in his usual spot. My social media grandmaster. Let's uh, let's start talking about the NCAA tournament. Is uh, Clark Kellogg on the line, sir? Is yes, there? Back here on the Rich Eisen Show after, I guess, we we missed last year due to everything that went down with the virus, but March Madness with the first four tipping off tonight and then the Field of 64 through uh, the lens of CBS Sports and Turner Sports. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show to help me fill in my brackets is Clark Kellogg. How are you, Clark?
4: Rich, great to visit with you, and um, I'm doing great, healthy and safe as is my family. I trust you can say the same thing. Uh, just um, flood it with um, gratitude and excitement to be able to do something we've done for decades and weren't able to do last year because of the coronavirus pandemic. So just um, just extremely grateful excellent, and, uh, and excited to be able to, to, to step into this Um, three-week run to a championship
2: i feel the same exact way clark so uh, all right let's start baylor versus hartford go you thought i was kidding i really need you to help me fill up my (laughs) bracket
4: well you got that one you don't need me for that one i like the bears i actually like the bears to come out of the south i know my alma mater the buckeyes are there and they've been really good resilient tough all season long coming out of the toughest conference in the country in my opinion but I, I like Baylor because of what I saw mid-season, early season from that team. And I think with the benefit of a few extra days of practice leading into the tournament, um, they will get back to that early mid-season form when they were um, clearly one of the most dominant teams in the country alongside with Gonzaga.
2: And we, we do have that part of the bracket up there in the south region. It's just and, – and they the, both of those uh, – 8, 9, and five, twelve games of the yeah. South region are in the same bracket as obviously the top seed right there. And to me, you know, those are the games in the first round that always leap out at me for yeah. a highly competitive contest that could actually give the one seed a run for their money or the 12 seed that ends the season for a five seed, which is always, you know, obviously somebody that hasn't won there uh, conference, but somebody who did have a nice run in their conference, maybe in their conference championship game. Uh, out of the five, twelve, and eight, nine games that are out there, which ones uh, leap out at you? Starting with the eight, nine that could actually give a one seed a run for their money in this tournament. You know, it's Clark. interesting.
4: Um, they may not give Illinois a run for the money, but it would be an intriguing matchup if Loyola Chicago is able to get get by Georgia Tech, who's been playing extremely well. Although Georgia Tech lost at least for this first game. They lost uh, Moses Wright, um, I think, COVID-related issues, and he's not available. So um, I, ta- I targeted that 8-9 matchup as just one that was intriguing and also the potential for the second round. Um, the other one that, that really intrigued me was LSU St. Bonaventure. Um, LSU is an elite offensive team that sometimes struggles defensively. The Bonaventure Bonnies are an elite defensive team that can control pace. That just um, stylistically... Um, could be a really um, fun one to watch, and either one of those teams could be a problem for a Michigan team that likely plays this tournament without Isaiah Livers, um, an all-Big Ten forward who does a lot for them. Um, so those were the two that, that kind of jumped out at, at me. I know everybody will look at North Carolina and Wisconsin because those are um, pretty strong grand names, and they've got size that could give Baylor some problems, but um, I like the Bears to, to be able to handle that uh, next round uh, reasonably well.
2: Yes, and, you know, I'm, trust me, when I saw LSU an 8-seed uh, after uh, almost winning the SEC tournament against, you know, Alabama, which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is the 2-seed within that That's correct. region as well. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, with Michigan being banged up, like that, uh, that that 8-seed that for LSU seems to be a little bit low. Who else has been seated lower than you think, uh, just looking at this bracket writ large going into you know, the first or- four tonight.
4: Oregon, Oregon is a little low to me at seven. Not terribly so, and, you know, you can go a line or two either way. But Oregon would be kind of a dangerous team, I think, at that seven seed stylistically, how they play. Uh, i tell you what, uh, in terms of another team that – May outplay its seed, um, the Georgetown Hoyas.
2: <laughs>
4: they might outplay that 12 seed, Rich. Um, they, I had them twice. Uh, one time I was doing it remotely when they came back and beat Providence, and I was in Gamble Pavilion um, two weeks ago when they lost to UConn and got handled pretty easily. But they that run through the Big East tournament, the way Patrick has them playing hard, those seniors, um, Pickett and Blair, and Belay have really started to have the positive side of senioritis where they're playing with nothing to lose, with great confidence and abandon and on a mission. Um, And don't discount the factor of John Thompson Jr. um, leaving us dying this summer, uh, Patrick Ewing coaching at his alma mater. I mean, those are galvanizing elements that sometimes can, help a team make a make a special run through the tournament
2: how about that one too clark right now yeah. G- georgetown with patrick yeah. ewing and madison square garden i know yeah you know a lot of the actual basketball was lost amongst patrick wondering why he uh you know with a very rare for patrick ewing don't you know who i am type moment you know uh mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. his credential needing to be presented in the building in which his Uh, credential is actually hanging in the rafters, you know. Um, Right, right. uh, But what a great, I mean, that is just amazing to me that Ewing is maybe in the role of 1985 Villanova, in a way. Come on now. Come on now. What do you think?
4: Hey, 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 that's not not far-fetched. I can see how you can connect those dots, Rich. Right. I can see it. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's part of what makes this time of year um, special because you know – something like that is going to happen somewhere perhaps and why not the Hoyas
2: why not the Hoyas the the 12th seed the 12th seed now Villanova in 85 was the 8th seed before obviously taking out those uh those Hoya destroyers back in the back in the mid 80s so what about so we've talked about Michigan being a banged up 1 seed we talked about Illinois and you mentioned about Baylor obviously we're all talking about Gonzaga which enters as I guess the strongest number one certainly the top yeah. seeded team out of all the number ones and uh, the opportunity to go undefeated we've been waiting for Mark Few to cut down a net do you think this is it and they're going to go undefeated on the season in the process I
4: Clark I do I picked them in the bracket that I had to reveal after the selection so well in the last segment of our selection show on Sunday and I picked Gonzaga Um, It would be a phenomenal story on many levels from the standpoint of, one, we haven't had an undefeated national champion since the Indiana Hoosiers in 76. But, two, amidst the backdrop of the pandemic, Mark Few and Gonzaga have been uh, a big-time program. I mean, they're elite as a basketball program. They don't maybe have the championships that Kentucky and Carolina and Duke – hands as others have but clearly in this last 15 year period they've been right on the same level of those schools in terms of production and wins Sands the championship so how appropriate and fitting would it be if in fact they got it done to do it in this circumstance in an undefeated fashion and they're clearly capable not any discernible weakness that i can pick up Other than maybe a team can slow them down, grind them to a halt, make them play half court, would they be able to grind out that kind of game? I say they could, um, but that would be the one area where uh, I might hesitate. But I think um, they deserve the overall one seed, and they're clearly the top favorite in my mind to win it all.
2: And the reason why others might not believe that is why. They still can't get over the fact that it's a small school from the state of Washington that perhaps – much of America that might not be as attuned to sports because of the pandemic, let alone college basketball would hardly even see play an entire half, let alone an entire game. Is that, is that, are we still, are we still buying that?
4: I think, no, you know, I think part of it, and there's still a pocket of folks out there who follow the game closely that um, give some credence to the fact that the conference isn't the big 10 or the sec or the big 12, the big 10 and big 12 were clearly the, the top leagues in the country by representation and by quality of play top to bottom. And so that would be the one thing that those who are not in the camp of Gonzaga being able to do it, that would be one of the major pillars of defense. The conference doesn't challenge them enough, but Gonzaga challenges themselves in the non-conference schedule to the degree that they could have it this year and prove more than capable of playing against them beating anybody, and I don't think that changes because it's the tournament.
2: Clark Kellogg of CBS Sports. will be in a studio with Greg Gumbel and the rest of the crew, including Wally Zerbiak, as part of the CBS Sports-Turner Sports hybrid coverage of the NCAA tournament. I asked this question for my guy, uh, Chris Brockman, across the way. Plus, we also forget, uh, because we missed last year, uh, how, how far does Syracuse go because nobody's seen the matchup zone before and Jim Boeheim pulls <laughs> off his usual magic on, and gets the Elite Eight or the Final Four?
0: <laughs> Week 16 hey, at
2: how, least. How do we, how, how, that, it's just like has nobody seen the way he plays defense out of the 90 years that he's been doing it with Ronnie Cycli, right? So, I mean, yeah, uh, so how does that happen this year? Hey, Clark? it's just
4: one of those quirky things. I mean, Jim Boeheim is obviously, I mean, he's been doing it a long time. He's had unbelievable success. Uh, and those <laughs> – his team and knows the game. I mean, I love hearing him talk basketball. He keeps it really simple. But they've got a real challenge, I think, against San Diego State. This mm-hmm. team um, is coming off a year last year where they were going to be a relatively high seed. Um, this team defends at a high level. Um, they've got two seniors in Matt Mitchell and Jordan Shackle that um, have led them extremely well, shot-making and playmaking. And they've got other pieces, I think. San Diego State prevails in this first-round matchup against Syracuse. Oh, so, although the man. zone will um, on, take some adjusting to, but I, I think San Diego State has enough um, defensively and offensively to to move on in that matchup.
2: So if it's so, when when the score is eight to four at the third television timeout of the first half, <laughs> we'll know if San Diego State's in trouble. Is that basically what you're saying? No! No, as
4: a matter of fact, if it's, if it's kind of a grinder, I think San Diego State would be fine. Okay. They'd be comfortable right. with that. Yeah, they would. They don't have to explode. I mean, they're a solid offensive team, but they hang their hat defensively, okay. and then rely on the playmaking of um, Mitchell and Shackle. And so, I think they'll uh, low scoring wouldn't be a problem. For, okay. um, for the Aztecs.
2: All right, a couple more questions left for Clark Kellogg here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Um, the first four tonight. You've got uh, two games of 11 seeds, two games of 16 seeds. Um, The one, I guess, with the the most blue blood in it is UCLA versus MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Um, (laughs) Is that the game that leaps out to you uh, this evening, Clark? No doubt.
4: No doubt, clearly. Uh, As a matter of fact, my partner, Seth Davis, on Sunday night, you know, he had the brackets. He and Greg got them. Yep. We actually all got them probably 30 minutes before our show. But I tend not to look at them until we actually reveal them to the public. I just okay. kind of like not seeing them early. But he had already um, lost his mind when he saw that matchup as a first four. And he almost blurted it out against my wishes. So, yeah, that one, as soon as I did look at the – see that one come up on the screen, I was like, Whoa. That's, um, but hey, though both of those teams um, are in, and clearly they were not in by much, so that's an intriguing um, first four matchup. And I haven't filled out my bracket completely yet, Rich, because oh. I want to see who wins that one. Okay. That's the only spot I haven't filled out because I think Michigan State could give um, BYU, I'm assuming, BYU a little more. Trouble than than UCLA
0: might. All
2: so right,
4: I'm just kind of wait waiting on
2: that one. Okay, and then uh, last one. Uh, give me the Cinderella. Give me the 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 one if you could peg. Well,
4: you got to define Cinderella for me. Okay, baby. let's Everybody define. Everybody
2: has a different definition for Cinderella. All right, so somebody uh, six seed or lower. Uh, and I choose six because I think that's what my Wolverines were in Seattle in 1989. Okay. Um, so six seed or lower. That um, that goes the distance, cuts down the nets, oh, has a wow. shot, to, wow. or even final four. I'll even I'll even uh, lower the bar slightly, even though it's clearly still uh, very high in the sky. Who do you think has the opportunity to catch some fire, go the distance, and make a run here to the final four?
4: I um, I didn't really see a six or lower seed getting to any final four, but if you're going to force me to choose one, mm-hmm. which you are doing yes, on your show, yes sir. Um,
2: what do you think? I, I, like,
4: I like the Cinderella element of the Hoyas. I would go there oh, because they've got they've got some um, shot makers. The young point guard Dante Harris is really starting to grow in confidence, and there's something special about the grit that Patrick Ewing brings to his team and that they take to the floor. So, uh, and that reason, I love Florida State, though, but they're four seed.
2: They're four seed.
4: I pick. Okay. I pick Texas as my. Um, non number one seed to get to um, Lucas Oil Stadium for the Final Four, but if I hadn't picked Texas, it would have been Florida State. I didn't go below the, low, the sixth line, but if I had to, I would. I would lean. Um, I would lean Georgetown. All
2: right, and then give me a couple first round. just for last question. First round upsets. What do you think? I like
4: UC Santa Barbara. Okay, I like the matchup with Creighton. I love the team. They defend. They've got a great player in Ja'Cory McLaughlin. He's terrific. Um, I think Villanova's going to survive against Whitford. They're going to find a way even without Colin Gillespie. But I like Utah State over Texas Tech as well.
2: All right, those are some good ones. And then I guess that, that last one for you is how do you think the pandemic and the bubble is going to affect the way this goes? And by that, I mean, do you see we, we, we might see better play because there's no travel involved? There's just going to be uh, – they're just going to stay there and they'll be on a, a regular sort of – Home, if you will, yeah. Um, yeah. practice schedule? Do you think um, we'll see yeah. a little bit better action or or more upsets? Or I'm uh, just wondering if this is going to be any different in any way, shape, or form, you think, based on yeah, the circumstances? You know,
4: that's a great question. I'm not sure, but I do believe that we've had a pretty good quality of play all season long, as I've watched games, and I've watched three digits worth of games over the over this season. So mm-hmm. I think the quality has been surprisingly good across the board. I think that continues. Um, I just don't know where COVID might rear its head with the team in a significant way. Thinking of Moses Wright and Georgia Tech, for instance. right? Will we have two or three more of those with teams that would really suffer from the loss of a player? That's the one expert. But I think quality of play and the excitement, I think all that we've come to enjoy and and love about March Madness will be on display. I just I don't think there will be any added advantage for um, not traveling and having it in one place. I, I don't think there I just think we're going to have similar to what we've had with the um, outlier of COVID maybe showing up in unexpected ways once the tournament starts, and that could disrupt some things. But otherwise, the game, the drama, the unpredictability, Quality of play, I think all of that will be comparable to what we missed um, from last
2: year. All right. um, You got me all fired up, Clark Kellogg. I look forward to seeing you on my television screen. Miss seeing you do what you do last year, and let's catch up during the tournament. I'd love to have you.
4: Yeah, look forward to getting back. Enjoy the madness. It should be a run like no other.
2: Fantastic. Clark Kellogg, at Clark Kellogg CBS on Twitter, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. What do you think, Chris? I used not one but two Ooh. questions, a follow-up on Syracuse basketball. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. But are you, you see what I'm saying? Every year it's like, well, hey, Syracuse, yeah, Syracuse, yeah, and then yeah, all yeah. of a sudden you it's a game's like eight to four, and it's just like, well, <laughs> they're having trouble with the matchup zone. They can't figure it out. You make some threes, yeah. you miss free throws, and then you right. make more right. threes, and then that's the way Syracuse
0: moves on to the Sweet 16 every Buddy year. Buddy Bay, Hi. You know what I mean? It's just happened. Yeah, so, it, it's happened a few times where we... You know, questionable whether we deserve to make it. Made it, yeah. and then made the final four. And so anything could happen. I'm not really sure we're going to advance, yeah. but you never know.
2: So I'm beginning to see right here because every single time Georgetown was mentioned in that conversation <laughs> peripherally, I saw my social media grandmaster pump a fist this over guy, there. This guy, okay, let's go. Oh, okay, this guy. and then so I've got a 12th seated Georgetown. And I've got an 11-seeded Syracuse. Oh. Can I mix it up between the two of you guys and see uh, goes,
0: a last longer? Who goes further? A last longer? What I mean, do we got?
1: Yeah. Like a breakfast got,
0: situation?
1: What, you got to buy me breakfast when you lose? Is Ooh, that what you're saying? Dee dee yeah, dee dee. Or, breakfast
2: situation. Or
0: vice versa. Let's do a breakfast situation.
2: On? Sure. And then That's and it. then we need to know, like, there's got to be a minimum. Like, he, he can't just show up with, like, a... a a McMuffin or something right like that. Like brunch. this is be
1: That's delicious, bro. You know what the I mean? Like we can't biscuit. just we can't just. Uh, how about this? It can't be a drive-through. Ooh, I like. I that. can't go in the store in the middle of a pandemic.
0: Well, our cafeteria across the way is yeah, you got fully functional. About. So yeah.
1: okay, and it's bad. so. But you know, we gotta, we gotta come on.
2: Gotta have a minimum. Bad. I feel like, remember, you, were, you, you lost, like, well, on a sports oh, drink or something oh, 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 in year one, and you was bitched bad. and complained about no, something. On top of it, like, I mean, like somebody ordered, like, a $4, $4 drink. sports drink on you, and then like, you were pouting.
0: It wasn't oh. part of the wager, and then that that he picture. piled on. That picture. It, you know, it was like Rodney Dangerfield at the, at the clubhouse, you know. Give me four of those. I lost the fantasy football one time. I had to buy
2: dinner for the entire fantasy football league one year because I lost to a specific team. And then this, you know, uh, Murph, who's called Murph, in there, and he's, Murph, yeah. he's cursed. Yeah, know Murph. He what, dropped Murph. By the way, Murph has not reappeared on this show after he called in and cursed yeah. on live radio and television. <laughs> he dropped it. Okay, he know better. It's, it's so ridiculous. The guy rarely even. I mean, whatever. Uh, he ordered like extra an extra carpaccio, and, like, and it was annoying. You and, got and, annoyed. And like three, and, and and then instead of drinking like the tap water, sparkling, sparkling. another bottle. <laughs> no, bottle. no let's drink sparkling. Black. So, you no, know but no, 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 no. So but it's just one sports drink. At least, at least $20. Oh. At least. Each? $20 yeah.
0: breakfast? Yes.
1: Each? At
0: least a $20 breakfast. Look, I'm down. TJ, let's rock and roll. The Q's Georgetown, is going Georgetown, Syracuse,
1: who lasts longer. The Q's is yeah, going Yeah, I got on a feeling around. I'm going to lose this one, but I'm, I'm down. You just heard Clark Kellogg said get yeah. the pumpkin ready in yeah. the Cinderella and get the carriage ready. Let's go. All right, I got to film I'm winning this one then, so okay. let's go. Yeah. What a, what <laughs> I get a breakfast
0: yes. just because I'm
1: me. No, you don't. Seton Hall's not in it.
0: Okay, <laughs> no, you're, the who's, who's yeah, you're the only one who doesn't have anything going on.
2: It sucks. Uh, Let's go boys. All right, We're coming back. We'll get an update on... I want to know what's going on with Virginia and Georgia Tech going into this with their COVID situations. Anything else going on in the sports world? Chris Brockman's news update when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets Back here in the Rich Eisen show, wondering if we should show Happy Gilmore to our kids. Susie and I were poll batting question. that around the other day. What well, poll question. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> do because yeah, Susie and I have talked about it like, not neither of us have seen Happy Gilmore in a long time, right? So we're thinking, should we do that? Oh, I'll go home. Yeah, hon, look, Twitter says it's okay. <laughs> have there been worse words ever uttered with a child sensibility potentially it's on their mind? It's out oh, at Rich God. Eisen Show. I want- I don't even care to know the answer.
0: Should Rich show his kids happy oh. Gilmore? <laughs> Susie's response. Are you kidding me, Rich? No, please. <laughs>
2: sure. Okay. Let's do it. Everything Twitter
0: should be decided okay. via Twitter. No.
2: Nope. It's the exact opposite, as a matter of fact. <laughs> says the guy who's like, Ryan Fitzpatrick should be in the Pro Football yeah. Hall of Fame.
1: Because you can't tell the story the NFL. without can yeah. right? so Frank can't. Gore, you can just skip right over. He's what, correct. Can, what story? What chapter are we yeah. saying yeah, that it, Ryan what, Fitzpatrick how is I'm just starting? Question:
2: T.J. Jefferson. What
0: in the book of the NFL? Yeah, in the book of the NFL, what <laughs>
2: chapter yeah. must be included that includes how many Ryan chapters? Fitzpatrick? Quarterback. I'm, I'm sorry, chapters? you guys I'm jumped
0: out of your seat for every three yard run of Frank Gore. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has a dozen thrilling moments a game. I don't. I, you couldn't name twelve in Frank's whole career. Unbelievable. Maybe you don't watch enough football. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's the guy who's going to buy me breakfast next week. <laughs> well, that's basketball. That's a different why, sport. why
2: is Georgetown your team? Because oh, they, why wouldn't it be? No, no, no. Because honestly, like I can't figure you out. His map I is like Homeland. I can't I figure first like, of you out. Your, your, your allegiances in sports teams are just, I
1: don't. Okay, allegiances, but I'm, but I'm loyal once I do have that so, allegiance, so. It, Was it I-
2: Iverson I- that got you into Georgetown? Iverson? Time? How old do you think I am? I don't know. I don't, like- I don't know.
1: It... it, it- First of all, I don't subscribe to the theory that you have to root for a team because you live in the city. If it was that were the Sleepy case, Floyd? Imagine living on the banks of Cuyahoga River though your whole life and you're a Browns fan. No disrespect to Browns oh, fans. You oh, no, you know, no, 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 no. no, 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 That yeah. is no. not Whoa, you are not covering your tracks Whoa. on Whoa, that No, no, no. I said it after, which meant I really wasn't seeing When you say it before, that means you're trying to be disrespectful. No, it went back to my grandmother— didn't really watch sports too much, right? But for some reason, back in the early '80s, she—my grandma—loved Patrick Ewing. Okay, I don't know what it was, Patrick but Patrick Ewing. Ewing was her dude, and she wouldn't watch me and my grandpa. We'd watch, you know, football, basketball, wrestling sure. all the time. She had no interest, but whenever Georgetown played, she was—she never left the living room. She loved Patrick Ewing, so I just can remember, like in '82. Rooting for Georgetown and then of course Michael Jordan did that to me. Yes. And that kind of made me mad at him for a few years. And but who yeah. knew
2: and who knew that, that would be a theme of Patrick Ewing's <laughs> right. basketball playing life?
1: But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm a huge Georgetown fan and throughout, you know, elementary, junior high, high school, every Christmas I get like a Georgetown starter jacket or a sweatsuit. All so- right,
2: so he's legit. He's legit. I mean, when you're gonna bring up your grandmother, you know, <laughs> yeah, like I but mean. But then I
1: also started rooting for Duke that makes sense. around oh. the, and but that was because of Grant Hill. I was a huge Grant Hill fan. See, at some point though, because you gotta his, call a timeout the, right? the Cowboy. Yeah. yeah so, I yeah, uh, remember Street and Smith magazine and Affle- yeah, those used Ew, to be yeah. our bibles back then. Those in were day. the best. So, I'd always read about this kid Grant Hill from like ninth grade and his dad was Calvin Hill, he played for the Cowboys. So I was like, I start following his career, he went to Duke. I'm like, all right, bet. So, I start rooting for Duke. Okay, I'm writing these now down. (laughs) Hold on a second. Let me write this down. Georgetown. Hold on.
2: So I've got TJ Jefferson, my social media grandmaster. Holler. I've got Cowboys, Clippers, Sixers, Mets, Georgetown. And occasional Duke.
1: Duke, yeah. Not occasional, you know, all the time. So it is all the time. Yeah. Okay.
2: Clippers, Sixers, Mm -hmm. Mets, Georgetown, Cowboys, Duke. That's unacceptable, right? What about, that's not acceptable. Or about hockey?
1: Are hockey? You Penguins? Come on, Mario, the Pens, all day, every day. So that
0: you actually root for the hometown team. In that's the
1: only one. There you go. Well, I, I also did like the Colorado Avalanche, but that <laughs> but I'm a hey, Pens I, fan. That's well, it. What, what's that for? you? Because you're Joe Sakic guy. No, that was what? that was Sega hockey back in '95. You guys might not know. Because Patrick Waugh was the dynamite oh, in Joe Sakic. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I'm a Pens fan. That that's my squad. Penguins, Clippers, Sixers, Mets, Georgetown, Cowboys, Duke—you got your bases covered. Oh, and Florida, See, I, Penn State and Florida State in football, college football. If we're gonna going to yeah. <laughs> keep Penn State, Florida State. Hold on a minute. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Now, Florida State is at Dion. Uh, that was Dion. Okay. yeah. That was All one right. thousand percent Dion. Charlie Ward. Oh, well, before that though. Yeah. Florida State, Penn State, <laughs> Penguins, Clippers, Sixers, <laughs>
2: Mets, Georgetown, Cowboys, Duke. Now here's the problem for you. <laughs> Where are the championships? I mean, hey! you've, got these, you've got all these bases
1: covered. Here are it's the championships. It's Duke, like Duke, Florida State. When's Florida State won a championship? It's been, it's been a while. college football, but it's been a while. Like TJ, like this. Jameis Winston won four, five years ago. Florida State won the national title, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, seven years. Ago. Seven years. Okay. Okay. Duke like, basketball, oh,
1: Florida State, and the Penguins. They're the only ones who bring any gold in the money. I mean, if you're going to – for everybody who's out there, <laughs> all right, this is great. I love you this. A I'm a sports for fan, man. Out there,
2: if you're going to say, okay, I love all sports. I love – Basketball, football, baseball, hockey. I did
0: have a news update.
2: Okay, no, we'll we'll get to that. (laughs) Oh, this is is great. No, this is this is terrific because I think every. I'm sure there are a lot of people watching on Peacock or listening on whatever, however they're listening. They know a lot of people like TJ, (laughs) and because that where where you are a sports fan, it's just like you've got your diehards. That's it. You got your team, your hoops team. You got your football team you got your baseball team, you got your hockey team, your maybe soccer team, you've got that going on, and you've got a couple of colleges that you either went to or you grew up in the town or you grew up in the state or what have you. And that's it. That. You're, and you're that's who you're rolling with. That's who you're rolling with. That. And at some point, you know, if you're so blessed to get Tom Brady drafted and then all of a sudden – you're you're in okay, Celtics. I mean, the odds for you will never you, you'll never have it again. Ever. No, it was great. Okay, it was amazing. So you, you, all your Boston teams, it was a lot of parades. Exactly, a lot of parades. But when you're you, you go Florida State, Penn State, Penguins, Clippers, Sixers, Mets, Georgetown, Cowboys, Duke, you got. I think you got to be a little more judicious about let's where like where are you going? I mean, Duke is. Duke, I like what I, like Duke, what Duke I like. Is like. Duke is the engine. Okay, Duke's the engine and everything else. And Cowboys, once upon a time, you know. They're, they're a pretty good engine. I'll wait till uh, this year.
1: <laughs> Where else is it
2: coming from?
1: Well, it'll be Super Bowl fifty six. That'll be the first thing. Oh my um, god! That, Am I wrong? Like, the World Series this it's year. It's not right. It's just like the World, when, the World when, when Jacob Degrom throws oh, a no hitter in Game six of the World Series. That's when it all. Uh,
0: that sounds kind honest, of crazy. If I went, if I if
1: I suddenly said, you know what, Thank I'm going to
2: open things up. I'm going to open things up from Yankees, Knicks rangers jets mm-hmm. i'm gonna open things up and just and, michigan and, and and i'm gonna open things up for michigan a number of people are like oh i heard you went to northwestern right and uh, who, who do you root for for sports I'm like, please you know like what are you talking about
0: and you live out here so you could go lakers oh, I, do, right, and yeah. I could do all things certainly do, since uh, it's yeah. a laker's town yeah right oh, so geez, so at geez, any rate right,
2: oh. you gotta you gotta come a little more correct tighten the rotation so,
0: Tighten the rotation. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean come on. <laughs> you know I mean? tighten the
2: rotation.
1: get a better rotation. would see, that would be... you tighten
2: the rotation
1: or get a better rotation. First of all, that would make me a bandwagon jumper, which I'm not. I like who I like, and because but I watch... But you like
2: everybody. I mean, you <laughs> like... Exactly. Honestly. Like, well, if you it, watched as like like much
1: basketball sh- as I watch, then you need more than one team. Like, so,
2: this guy's on the roulette table. Just, just betting no, every I was, number. I was about I to say. just betting every number. Literally... He's got odds on the four, five, six, eight, nine, and 10, and he's rolling craps like almost every, every <laughs> roll. First of all, we're right on craps. It's like real right on the now, field. I, would be, I stay on the if field. If TJ's sports don't pass, was don't a craps pass. table, we're on the don't Can't pass, we're
0: pass. And, we're not, and we're not don't pass people. We're we not don't definitely pass not. people. That is bad karma. But this sounds
1: like a lot of hate <laughs> when going When it makes you right money, you're you know don't mean. pass. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: It's just These are things that I enjoy that makes me happy. I've been hanging with you for almost half a decade in terms of seeing you every day. Half a decade? In terms of seeing you every day? Like what? when did you first walk on onto the set every day? Like 18? Okay, so I feel, well, I, I feel like, and I'm heard I mean, for the first years. time. Like how much Georgetown but do you ever hear him talk about? Zero. <laughs> I
0: mean. And I mean I, such, I've I'm heard of the Georgetown thing, thing before. About zero. Georgetown being point, point. By yeah. the way, Zero. anyone on
1: earth can tell you that knows me knows no, I'm I, a Georgetown fan. I've, I've they, heard the
0: Georgetown thing yeah. before, which makes You've more. You've heard all long. of them before, and I've heard all of them. Oh, I also but...
2: didn't know that you had to calm down the rock uh, on
1: the set of Pumped one funny. day. you yeah, yeah, see, you guys think you know everything about me. You yeah. know, there's a lot of stuff you don't know. Can you quickly tell me
2: what's going on <laughs> with Virginia and Georgia Tech? Are they are they ready to go for the the tournament? Okay. Have, they, have they cleared all their COVID protocols? Real
0: quick, Virginia has not yet. So the NCA just released; uh, it's done over nine thousand COVID tests heading into the tournament, which starts tomorrow. Right. Eight positives, one of which was an official. So that official and five other close contacts have been sent home. Yeah, I
2: heard that. Like, Ted Including Valentine. Teddy Valentine. Yeah, I know who Michigan fans, that's like so a word. We can't make like it all about him. Word. He's like one of the top officials. And yeah. and uh, because their rooms weren't ready and they went out to dinner.
0: Right. <sighs> So Virginia arrives tomorrow oh, uh, in Indianapolis. Okay. They still need to complete two rounds of testing and quarantine before being clear. Oh, good luck to them. Georgia Tech, however, is going to be without its best player. Moses Wright is out for both games this weekend, most likely should they advance. He is still dealing with some COVID issues. Wow. Okay, and he's been. Well, a, I hope that because I, I can't imagine that that that
2: teams and players get through the entire season as much as they have to get to this moment, and then I know. a COVID curtain's brought down. Brutal. Oh, uh, would well, be terrible, just absolutely terrible. And do we know? Did they announce who the teams that are, are would replace Virginia would be? I, I haven't, haven't, seen, even, I know, I haven't d- seen. I know. I know Duke anywhere.
0: raised its hand and said they would volunteer to be a fill-in team. Okay.
2: Let's uh, take a break. Come back. Michael Smith, let's see what's on his mind and on the brother from another docket that we'll take you to right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We'll have enough time to tell Michael all the teams TJ roots for and see what his two cents are on. (laughs) back here on the Rich Eisen show brother from another is the show that follows us we'll get to Michael Smith in a second there is breaking news out of Las Vegas where the Raiders have signed I remember earlier today I'm like well Rodney Hudson's gonna go from uh, Vegas to the uh, offensive line in Arizona protect Kyler Murray and go and make sure that he has time to throw out to AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins among others and then they'll blow open some holes for Kenyon Drake uh, I, silly me. Um, <laughs> tricks are for kids, I guess. He was in the business at the time of signing a two-year deal with the Raiders. So I guess Josh Jacobs will get a little bit of a blow as opposed to, you know. And, you know, sometimes he was banged up a little bit. I, this means nothing in terms of the Raiders' love and desire of Josh Jacobs. Just... A little bit more depth, a little bit give him a little bit of a blow, and
0: I think Kenyon Drake too uh, more in the passing game than Josh Jacobs. I don't, so. I, I,
2: look, um, I, I'm trying to make heads and tails about what uh, the Raiders are going to do. We'll see what they do in the draft as well. But now uh, the running back position is that Chase Edmonds now going to get the gig there, and maybe the what if the Cardinals go ahead and draft like Travis Etienne or or Najee right. Harris more speed. Go.
0: Mm. Kyler Murray MVP odds.
2: Take a look. people. OK, uh, now we turn to our friend Michael Smith, brother from another. We take you to his show every single day right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. How are you, Michael?
3: Good. I'm, I'm glad uh, you did that breaking news buffer there. I was like, how am I supposed to follow up that, uh, that start bench cut? I mean, oh, was,
2: yeah, what we just showed you know. to the Peacock audience and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Michael Key. He's so yeah, man, that bad. was
3: that was hilarious. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm so... glad you uh <laughs> I'm glad you kind of. Introduce the Kenyon Drake signing in between. So thank you for that. How y'all doing? How we y'all doing?
2: are better for talking to you, sir. What's on your rundown today? What should we expect? What do you got? What's on your mind, you and Michael? Uh, nothing
3: like a start. Nothing like like a start bench cut. Which, by the way, just you know, in case you were curious about my take on it, it was um, obviously you start if it bleeds, you could kill it because yep. it's univ- it could be used universally. Yes, sir. Um, I use it in conversation all the time, and whenever there's an obstacle in my way, you know, if please, it please you kill, can it. kill Okay, very. There's good. there's no way you cut get to the chopper. It's too iconic, and I don't care what the rationale is. But anyway, uh, I'm sorry, to just the to weigh in on it. It's that.
2: all good. Predators is a timeless film.
3: Timeless, timeless. Yes. Um, you know, on a uh, on a on a more somber note, uh, we're still going to unpack the shootings in Atlanta yesterday. I um, think it's important to, to keep that conversation about the surge in violence. Um, an aggression verbal physical and in some cases as fatal violence toward asian Americans. so we're gonna continue to try to tackle that as best we can uh, this Deshaun Watson story uh, just keeps getting more and more serious um, we'll also talk about uh, the increase in and in a more commonality I guess you could if you will uh, when it comes to triple doubles in the NBA mm-hmm. uh, the Bucks made a big trade in the NBA we'll talk about that we'll talk about the Buccaneers and of course, get into some free agency uh, goodness um, when it comes to some of the big winners yeah. um, across the across the NFL. We didn't talk Usually. about
2: we, we didn't talk about that that uh, acquisition uh, by the Bucks. Uh, I'm, you know, I I have a bunch of players across all sports who, when I watch them play and I see them spill their guts out, either on the field or on the floor or on the ice, and I just like their game in general and uh-huh. that and, and that they're they want to sometimes um, spills out on the floor or other places too and is contagious for everyone else. P.J. Tucker's one of those guys for me. And I like that. He's going to toughen up. Like, you want to come at Giannis, you're going to have to go through P.J. Tucker. I kind of like his sort of, uh, you know, for the lack of a better uh, analogy, Oakley Mahorn-type mentality (laughs) that he might bring to this team that needs potentially some toughening up. I like that move.
3: They need some versatility for sure. And look, he's 35 years old. He's not having a good season. He may not be the PJ Tucker that was uh, you know, further revolutionizing small ball with James Harden in Houston as recently as as last season, you know, and before that. He may not be that guy. But I just applaud the Bucks who, you know, quietly are getting their act together. I applaud them for making this move, and it could be a precursor to other moves. And I think We've all, no, I'm not going to say we've all, I'm sorry, don't mean to generalize. A lot of people, uh, because of how brilliant Harden has been in Brooklyn and how good they look without Kevin Durant, as well as the Sixers, how good they've looked all season and even continue to look in the absence of Joel Embiid, um, kind of call the Eastern Conference race and somehow, some way, forgotten about the two time MVP in the team with the best record in the East uh, last season in, in the Milwaukee Bucks, who are still going to be a factor in the Eastern Conference. And potentially in the finals, so no, I love the move as well. PJ Tucker, and I like PJ Tucker a lot, not just because of his game, man, because of his shoe game. His shoe game is obviously second to <laughs> none. So there's that too.
2: Yeah, my, my my guys, uh, TJ and Chris Brockman are more attuned to that than I am, um, and so second, he's second
0: to none in the league. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is. Yeah, he's, he's the guy. He's the he, goat. He's second.
2: Yeah. To okay, he's yeah. the goat. Well, I kind of like that move right there. All right, and um, and so what do you say before I let you go? Yeah. Uh, do you you must know people who say oh, I've got more than one team in a certain sport that I root for. What would you oh, say? Like if, what would you say if somebody said, you know what? Um, these are I'm the fans. Uh, I'm a fan of the Clippers, Sixers, Mets, Penguins, Florida State, Penn State, Georgetown, Duke, and the Dallas Cowboys. What do you say to somebody like that,
3: Michael? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> on track. Now, let me let me fill this <laughs> I feel, again. This I, sound- I feel like I feel like Oprah right now. What? I I, I lost track of that entire list. Let
2: me just say, this person's from Altoona, Pennsylvania. And they they say, I like Florida State, Penn State, the Penguins, Clippers, Sixers, Mets, Georgetown, Duke, Dallas, Cowboys.
3: Okay, you know what I would say? Okay. I would say that person's a hoarder, is what I would say. (laughs) Because that person sounds like somebody whose rationale, if they haven't moved around all these different places... And they don't have some personal connection to all these different communities or teams or franchises or what have you. Mm -hmm. I would say that that person must really be holding on to some specific memory. There's got to be a story with each of those teams that that person decided to adopt a a serious rooting interest. That person is a hoarder, and that person is probably a stalker and is incapable of breaking up with people. Because in 1986, here's where I was when the Mets beat the Red Sox. And I'm a Penn State person because I'm from Pennsylvania. And I'm a Florida State person because I like the Tomahawk Chop. I mean, it's like they probably got all kinds of weird rationales. Who is this person, by the way? Is, it, is this person in our, in our company right yes, now? Yes,
2: it's T.J. Jefferson, who loved Florida State because of Dion, Penn State, because you're from Altoona, correct? The Sixers, because yes. you're from Altoona. Peng, Penguins, because you're from Altoona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mets, because he's a masochist. Georgetown, because his grandmother loved uh, Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. Duke, because he loved Grand Hill, whose dad mm-hmm. played for his Dallas Cowboys, who he Makes was a frontrunner of. And the Clippers, I still have no
1: friggin' idea.
3: That, you know what? I, it's, it, it, it's It's insane but it also makes sense. But but you're a hoarder, aren't you?
1: Now, hey, Michael, you can just, I used to live with uh, Michael Holly in college. You can ask him all about me. He'll, he'll tell you. Were yeah, you with a hoarder, Michael yes, Hawley. in college? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you a hoarder? Answer I'm, a, question. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a pack rat than a hoarder. Pack rat, okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely a pack rat. That's a polite term. I'm a, a collector. But not a, 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 a hoarder. It's a polite But
3: wait, you live with Michael Hawley? Talk about burying the leaves. Why haven't we done have In
1: we discussed college. This? Yeah, Michael, we went to college together. He was a little bit older than me. Michael Hawley was a guy who... Went
3: I f- know y'all went to college together, yeah. but live with is a whole different thing.
1: Yeah, as he'll tell you, he was living with someone female, and I think something may have happened. And he, much like Oscar Madison, got put out in law ah, company. So he, has to leave you know, he came and residence. crashed on. You know, he crashed with us for for a little oh, bit. Okay, but there yeah, you go. There so you that's go. What, yeah. Me and Michael Holly go back to. I met him when I was eighteen. So. It's been a long time. Way
2: back when you only rooted for five teams instead of ten. <laughs> uh, Probably. Yeah.
3: I don't know how you keep up with it. That's like having five different fantasy teams. Like at a certain t- point, <laughs> think those things all conflict at a certain point. It's like, wait, uh, what am I rooting for today?
2: Yeah, know? I know. Sixers Clippers in the finals is an entire possibility. You and, one we day we it's going to happen
1: yeah. and you're all going to feel stupid. Could be this one. Could right?
2: be this you're summer. Ahead.
3: You're not a monster. You're ahead of the curve. Huh? Yeah,
2: I, I don't know what happens first. That or Jacob DeGrom gets more than two
3: runs of support for each oh, one well of the if starts. If that happens, he's winning 30. So Favorite. The masochist part is my favorite.
2: Which, yeah, Thank my favorite you for the restaurant. call, um, Hi, Michael. Michael. We appreciate it. We look forward to uh, right, your show, Brother From Another, coming up uh, in just a few minutes right here on Peacock. You take care, Michael. That'll be good. You bet. That's Michael right. Smith, and as always, they talk more than just sports as you surmise there based on what's on their rundown. Uh, Brother From Another with Michael Holly and Michael Smith every day right after us on, the, on Peacock you got the final poll results oh. of what of poll questions that you termed legitimate and also yeah. uh not real, even though they're all poll questions
0: that we have uh we put also out have there. Giants pass catching news. Is it Galladay? Is he there? Kyle Rudolph to the Giants. Oh, okay. Kyle Rudolph. All right. Very good. All right, poll questions. Rich, should you and Susie show the kids happy Gilmore? Ninety three percent. Yes. What a shocker. Uh okay. who you got? Frenzy or madness? Madness fifty three percent. I think that's recency yeah. biased. This NFC East not- favorite this year, the Washington football team, fifty one percent. Oh, where's Dallas? Thirty three percent. Dude. Most impressive free agency so far, Patriots fifty one percent bucks, forty nine ah, percent. That's crazy. Most impressive, it's
2: it's more they've spent more. That's about it. They retooled the whole team. They did. They sure did. We'll Super see Bowl how that works on. out. Super Bowl's back on. Sixers we'll and Clippers are going to so play. Wow, that's fantastic. And <laughs> well, the NBA done. finals one
1: day, guys. On our <laughs> show
2: tomorrow, Doug Peterson, the Super Bowl winning head coach, as uh, Wentz and the Eagles had their say today. We'll chat with Doug Peterson tomorrow. And the actor Martin Freeman will be on Friday's show as well. But we'll take you to Brother from Another on Peacock coming up on the radio. We'll see you Friday.
0: This is the Rich Eisen Show. show.